Hi, I'm Broken Hill, and this is my story. In the last episode, I told you more about my life reconnecting with my father and being banned from my mother, but then I realized that I was leaving something very important out, my school life, because it will play a very, very important role in my life. The event in the last episode took place between 2012 and 2017, at a rough estimate. During this period, I went to three different schools. I don't remember much about the first few years in school, but I do remember being, I think, five years old and going to the school that I would spend the longest amount of time in. For simplicity's sake, I will call it Junior Academy, which would be around 2004 I think I had this teacher and her name translates into beauty. She was very strict and she wasn't very cheerful. But most importantly, I noticed that she had favorites. And the only favorites she had were children that were light-skinned. I, being dark-skinned, was shunned and she pretended I didn't exist. She wouldn't pick me for quizzes or performances or gifts or anything. I was further sealed in by the fact that there are beads um, that here, over here, children back then would put in their hair during occasions, and I never got any of them because my mother was broke. And then there was this one single time she bought beads for me, and I was ecstatic. I was so happy because everyone in my class wore them. And then whenever they would fall out of their hair, because it falls on your hair, they would take it to our teacher and the teacher would gladly put it back for them. So I was ecstatic because I thought I would get the special treatment too. She bought Claire beads and she put them in my hair and I was just so happy. I felt like the prettiest girl. And so I went to class waiting for my bead to drop from my hair, but it didn't. So I pulled it out because I wanted the teacher's attention. And she said... And I gave it to her and I said, please, can you put it back in my hair? It fell out. And she yelled at me and said, I don't have time for this rubbish right now. But she never said to the kids. Now, I might just be remembering this through my tiny little mind at the time and how I perceived it. But that hurt my feelings. Apart from that, I was basically everyone's favorite. The teachers, at least. I wasn't shy. I spoke my opinion. I was quick to learn, so they liked me, especially the headmaster, who never had children of his own. Life quickly progressed. At first, I found it very hard to make friends. I, in fact, did not have a single friend. And then I fell into a majority group, basically. Um, Over here in Nigeria, there is this thing called tribalism, which basically means that when you're a state that is predominantly occupied by one tribe... They favor each other and not any other tribes that come from different states. So the group of friends that I fell into were the majority tribe and they basically behaved like they were the queens of the class. Now, I fell under the minority, but I still hung out with them. I didn't truly belong and they treated me as less than because most of them lived together or rather close to each other. But I didn't mind. At least I had friends to play with and share my food with. That is up until roughly around 2007, 2008, 
when I met my best friend. I don't remember how we became friends. I do remember feeling dread over being assigned a seat next to her because she never spoke to anyone. She had perfect grades all the time, 100% or 99%, mostly doesn't fall less than that, and she was extremely quiet, didn't have a single friend. The teachers were convinced she didn't talk because she never answered a question in class. She'd rather write it down in her book. But then, time skips in my mind because I don't know how it happened. And we're best friends. We're doing everything together. She would cry when I wouldn't come to school. She would cry when she couldn't find me. And we ate together. We shared our food together. We went to break together. But it wasn't just me and her. We had a third friend. And you know what they say. Three is a crowd. Her name was my name. And you will come to learn that my name is not that common. But I stumbled across a lot of people with my name. So Broken Hill she is. And she was not like us. She didn't fit in with us. She was a tribal majority and Billy and I were minorities. That was the first hurdle in our friendship as she saw that she was better than us. I would say through my seven-year-old mind, that's what I thought. She also thought she was fatter than us. She would have money for breaks so that she can buy whatever she wanted from school, but she would hide it and eat our food and then spend her money by herself. Our friendship quickly turned sour and the entire class turned against us because, as you predicted, majority wins over minority, but Billy and I didn't care. We had strength in each other. And so we persevered until the headmaster came between us and he solved the problem, making us apologize to each other after hearing both sides. And then we went to secondary school, where Bilkis and I grew ever so closely, and she was basically my only friend. Bilkis was light-skinned. She wasn't white by a long shot, but she was lighter than I was, and so she got all the attention from teachers they liked her more because over here light-skinned equals pretty dark-skinned equals ugly the only people that liked me were the people that knew me for being outspoken i wasn't particularly book smart i didn't like reading so i was just an average student among the people that liked me a lot was the administrator and for the one and only time in my life, I can say that it was not a pervy thing. I think he saw me as a daughter. He was very kind to me and he was very nice. Basically, he was kind of like my father, as at the time I was liking one. And this would be around 2010, shortly after my mom had married, in between me not staying with her permanently and me not seeing my dad. I was mostly obedient, I hated breaking the rules because I didn't like the few people that liked me to dislike me for being disobedient. And then prefects were assigned. Our school was fairly new, so there was junior secondary one and junior secondary two, and that was that. We were basically the pioneers of our school, so the prefects were assigned from junior secondary two, I was in junior secondary one, and they had the power to give you detention. Now what they would do is they had a book and they would write your name and the offense that you committed 
and they will submit this book to the headmaster or other principal and the principal decides who goes to detention or not but mostly if your name finds its way into this book you're going to detention i was friends with most of them as we had attended primary school together so imagine my shock when detention slips came by and i was on detention along with billy i had not done anything and it was none other than the administrator who handed over my detention slip to me i broke down crying immediately i still don't know why i reacted like that i cried all the way home and then the next day i cried all the way to school i cried for the whole day and then my other friend who i had attended primary school together with in the same class yet skipped a grade she's also called billy this is getting complicated came to meet me while i was crying and she said i did not write your name because i wanted to the librarian met us and he said write broken hill's name and write billy's name you didn't do anything and that broke my heart even more because i was getting detained for nothing and so i cried the whole day and i cried the whole detention which was basically cleaning up the class and then billy's dad billy being my best friend who did not give me detention billy's dad came to get her and i was alone in school waiting for my aunt to come get me and the administrator said hi um can i see you in my office real quick and no this is not going to go bad he asked me where billy was and i told him she had gone home and then he said okay well come into my office and i don't remember exactly what he told me but i know he tried to comfort me and tell me that it's okay attention is not the end of the world and if i feel unjustly um detained and wronged he'll get to the bottom of it and he told me to stop crying wipe my tears away and that i'll be fine and i will forever respect him for that and i also did not mention that as my relationship with Billy grew, my relationship with her family grew. They became a second family of sorts. Her mom was very, very welcoming. Her father was kind and treated me like his own. And I just loved her more and more every day. Her siblings mostly stayed away from me because they were shy. But it was amazing. I felt like I belonged in their family. I especially liked their mom. Now, after this, we had a new math teacher, and we will call him Mr. K because for ease of access, he had a very unique teaching method. He was very strict, as you will come to learn happens quite a lot in Nigeria. He was strict and he would beat us for failing. I don't mostly get beaten because although I wasn't book smart, whenever I made myself learn, I would learn it very quickly. But there was this one occasion where I was late to school because my aunt decided to make me late and I had to go do hard labor. I think I have spoken about this in the previous episode. If not, this will be the first time, so allow me to tell you. This is a bit graphic, so this is your chance to not listen. Um, so I had gone to do labor during my break and... I was late to his class. I was a couple minutes late and it wasn't my fault. I was so scared of what he was going to do to me because he would use a ruler 
that is for the chalkboard, so it's a gigantic wooden plank, and he would beat us females on our butts. This is grossly inappropriate, and I don't know why the school didn't do anything about it then, but I was scared, and so I met our class form tutor, that is Miss Brokenhill also, who had my name, and I told her, this is what happened. I was detained. I couldn't make it to his class. It's not my fault. And she didn't like me one little bit, if you remember the orphanage incident. Um, so she didn't help me at all. She left me at his mercy, and he beat the living uh, happiness out of my body. He beat me on my butt ten times with the big ruler, and I was crying and sobbing. And the entire class was quiet, and they were watching me. And I cried for the whole class, and I cried the whole day. I told my mom about it, and she got a driver for me to take me to school so I was never late again. JSS was, after that, not really eventful. It was the same old, same old reputation. Teachers didn't like me. Oh, but there was this one event that happened that boosted my appreciation for the administrator. I might have spoken about this in the previous episode, but I was reading a book by myself after closing, and the driver my mom hired to come pick me up had not showed up. We, for context, close at 4.20 p.m., um, and I was still at school by 5 p.m., which is way past closing time. At this point, the teachers were going home, and I was reading this book that my friend had given to me, it was called Moonlight Becomes You. So I read a lot. I loved reading fantasy. And we had a fairly small library in school. So I had read almost all the fantasy there. So my friend, who was not Billy, has a brother who also liked to read. Him and I had never met, but driven by our passion for books, he would borrow books and give to his sister to give to me, and I would read them and give him back. So this book was one of those. It was from his school library, and I was so excited to read it. It was about a woman who had been buried alive, and she does not remember how she got there. And this science teacher of mine walks up to me, and she says, hand it over. And I was like, what? And she says, the book. I was like, okay, here you go. I thought she was going to take a look at it. And she says, it has been seized. And I'm like, the school encourages reading. What are you talking about? And so she starts to walk away. And I meet the other teachers to be like, could you please plead with her? Plead um, with her to give me my book because it doesn't belong to me. And I have to return it the next day. I'm sorry, I don't know what I did wrong. But they don't do anything. They ignore me and walk away because most of the female teachers dislike me. I don't know why they disliked me, but they didn't like me a single bit. So she walks away with my book and the entire time, I am just an anxious wreck. And at this time, it took a little to make me cry, so the tears flooded again. My driver came, I cried all the way home, didn't tell anyone what was wrong, came to school as early as I could the next day, and I went straight to the administrator because I knew he was on my side. He was the only one on my side. Unfortunately, he wasn't around. He was usually very early, but today he was late. And so I stayed there. Then I saw my friend walk in. She seemed to be in a haste and then walk back out of the school. 
And I was scared. Then she comes straight to the administration office. And she's like, where's the book? And I tell her, it has been seized. And she just breaks down crying, telling me her brother needs it that day. And I start crying too, because what can I do? So I stay there and I wait. And when the administrator comes, I just break down crying, telling him what happened. And the teachers start passing by and they stop to listen to what's going on. And they're all confused, like... Why would she take the book? Because reading is highly encouraged and it was not an inappropriate book. Beats me too. The administrator says he will get to the bottom of it and he will get the book back for me. He does that. Not only does he get the book back, he takes it to the school for the boy that needed it that day because he would have been penalized. And he came back and told me, I have taken the book to him. Is everything okay now? And I said, yes, everything is okay. And he said, good. And he smiled and he said, I don't know, something along the lines of you can always come to me when you have, um, when you're having difficulties. And I really, really appreciated that. Those two events stand out the most. The rest was just school, home, school, home. Troubles at home, school was mostly normal. I wasn't a social pariah or anything like that. But then JS3 rolled by and... My dad decided to change schools for me and take me to the school of the elite. I was not excited about it at first, but then the final days of my school made me ecstatic to leave. So over here in Nigeria, we have a sign-out culture where on the last day of a major class, GS3, SS3, final day of college, you will wear a white shirt and then everybody will sign their names on it. In our case, there was no need to wear a white shirt. We were already, our school uniform was a white shirt. But we knew that we would get in trouble if we were to sign on our school uniform during school hours or even after school. So we all came with an extra shirt that we would usually wear and we signed on it. That got us in big trouble because according to them, we're wasting clothes that could have been given to the less um fortunate and that is just not allowed so once again we females were whipped on our butts by elderly men how is that allowed to happen i don't know does it still happen very much so no one is going to do anything about it unfortunately so after that day i was so happy to leave and then i would go to my new school SS1, along with all my siblings, it was approximately seven of us, and I think you know how the story goes from there. I don't fit in. I have spent my entire life isolated from boys, and then suddenly they're there. I wanted attention from them, and that led me to terrible choices. But these choices were not terrible in a life-changing way. I learned a few lessons from it. They were just terrible to my high school mind. But if you think again that this is where the light is coming, sorry to disappoint you. It only gets so much worse. So stay tuned for the next episode.